Hey kids, it's your old pal Gorag the Slayer, recording live from Atomic Age Studio in beautiful Pasadena, Texas. Uh, just wanted to say before the commercial, if you want to take part in the show, send news stories or friend questions, or just, uh, you know, regular chitty chat, to rotwpodcast at gmail.com. I promise we'll read it. Uh, if you want to subscribe and review on iTunes, that'd be great too, because... It's going to give me a rock-hard boner, I swear. Uh, Brennan, what are you doing in here? I have no idea what I'm doing in here. <laughs> I, I just, I woke up, and I opened my eyes, and, you know, I untied myself from the shackles, and I was here. Well, I didn't expect you to answer me, because I thought you were dead. Uh, you know, honestly, I thought I was dead, too, and then the, the smell came in, and I was like, oh, wait, Gorag. Thanks, buddy. Anyway... LoneStarButtons.com are your source of custom pin-on buttons. If you want to place an order, uh, you can email Adam Jones at info@LoneStarButtons.com, or you can call him at 281-798-1996. Adam offers his buttons in all shapes and sizes at a reasonable cost. All of his stuff is made in the USA. And he's a small business, so you're not ordering from some giant conglomerate button maker. And also, they carry the Gorag seal of approval. That phone number again is 281-798-1996. And that's about it. I think it's time to get on with the show. What, what say you, Brennan Birch? Sounds good, let's do it. Just waiting to see how it's going to happen. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Thanks for (laughs) listening to Revenge of the World podcast, episode 57. I am Gabe Dieter, and riding shotgun is bitchin' Brennan Burt. Jesus Christ, man. (laughs) It's not going to stick. I don't care, like, how much you try to force it. It's not going to happen. Just let it go. Uh, Just watch. No. 100 episodes from now, you'll still be bitchin' Brennan Burt. I'm sitting here. Jesus Christ. We're sitting here (laughs) with relationship uh podcasters stacy daniels and oha lopez hi hello (laughs) hello callers those are some (laughs) welcome those are some uh velvety voices you go i I feel like that's what we've been doing wrong the whole time we we haven't been (laughs) bringing the sultriness you know you have to talk like this it soothes people and makes them want to listen to you it does Mm -hmm. i'm i'm intrigued this is my real voice (laughs) i love podcasts (laughs) What if I just bring it down a little bit? No, that's that's creepy. And we should have had them on with Gorag. No. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I listened to that. I, <laughs> yeah. Um, is that you doing that, right? I mean, uh, no. no. I mean, Gorag is real. No, yes. Gorag's yeah. real. You can still smell him. Oh, God. It's the burning plastic mm. odor. That's why we had to fire up the coffee machine. Kind of covers up the stench. Well, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, We're excited to be, be here. Well, I'll just wait a few minutes and then, <laughs> then decide. Uh... So, just right off the bat, you guys got into an accident on the way yeah, here. Yeah, that's fucking... I mean, never has that happened before. Really? Over here? Well, we needed food so bad, so we had to go to Whataburger. And it is a little congested over there. Um, but a woman just straight... <laughs> we were just talking about whatever. And it just, like, hits you. It's like, boom! 
Yeah. Um, I know what you were saying. And um, you were saying, I bet most of these people don't even have insurance. These, look, I, so I, I used to live off Broadway and Park Place, which is near you. Right. And so I know these people, okay? Uh-huh. This woman gets <laughs> out of her car. People, huh? yeah. Okay. <laughs> get, Classism. She gets out of her car, and I mean, she just has the. Her car is duct taped together, by the way. Whoa. Right. Duct taped together. But her car is red, and it's red duct tape. Okay? Mm. So, it, hey, she tried. Some style. That's, um, uh, you know, DIY body shop. She had the biggest snaggle tooth I've ever seen, and she, like, barely spoke English. Wow. And she just hugged us. I like, connected with her. You did. You Venezuelan. Yeah, I really Mexican. saw myself in her when I first moved here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is Elaine? <laughs> I don't know what a stop sign is. <laughs> that's what I used to talk. Yeah, I thought you could just go and shoplift places because that's what I used to do back home. Yeah. Uh, all right. Got caught, went to jail, boom. American law in my face. Oh, you did it here? Yeah, I totally shoplifted here when wow. I was like 18. Wow. Yeah. So when did you come here? I moved here uh, in 2005. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, and I started going to U of H because it was the only college I applied to. Um, I didn't even think about applying to different colleges. I didn't um, realize it was that recent. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I thought maybe like you, you were like like little kid, and then you came here really young. Oh, I totally got here like a full cemented uh, kind of a teenage person. I think that wherever you go to high school, that's where you really sort of get the culture, you right? Know? In real life. Yeah, so I I definitely I always felt kind of an outsider in Venezuela, like a, just a weird person, right? But um, yeah, I moved here. 11 years ago this 2016 will be 11 years in july wow yeah it's a it's a fun adjustment i mean just imagine you just rooting up and moving to a different country God. no thank you no i wouldn't no. do it uh-huh. i love america America. <laughs> that lady did it she she did she's probably been here a while though yeah i yeah. hope so <laughs> long enough to have duct tape on her car yeah i i would probably do that by the way oh god your car's a mess my car is a huge mess you guys <laughs> gross yeah it's really bad i'm like a trash person in my car yeah. <laughs> like a garbage human i used to be like that with my cars like i just completely would destroy them but this is like the first one that i've really had to pay for on my own and like had you know like a, it's like my first real grown-up car so now i'm like super weird about it like just taking care of it and like throwing things away like there's two co- like coke cans in my car right now they're driving me fucking insane oh uh, yeah i have a trash can if you just want to bring them in and yeah, i don't really want to stop the show though you know, uh, okay. we're already going it's it's i think we can carry on without you, if you look at the, the judgment on your face like oh i have a trash can yeah. <sighs> which by the way for you have so many figurines up here and the shelves are spotless like i'm mm-hmm. looking and i can't see any i just dust. dusted last week oh. yeah there was a massive remodel that took place <laughs> oh. it was so, massive. they were uprooted yeah. uh so how long have you guys been podcasting like three or four days mostly um we just started. Um, you've never, I mean, we've you've podcast- never podcasted before, and you're just no. oh wow. We podcast. I mean, we've been recording them for probably about a month and a half, a month and or a half, two maybe. months. Yeah. yeah, okay. Um, and we have probably about seven guests up until now, uh-huh. or six guests. Mm-hmm. I think some fun people that we really like. Yes, very fun people. That's awesome. Yeah, and we mainly just talk about um, just how we view the world and how we relate to people. Just how we view it. Yeah. Today it was called one sided. <laughs> So ah, that's good. Okay. It's a review we got. Yeah. Some feedback. So like, how did you guys meet? How did you come together to start working together? And things? Well, we met years ago at some bar in Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just bonded over being like overweight, cool girls. Ah. Um, and then we, I took improv classes at Beta Theater. Right. That she had posted about on Facebook, OHA. And OHA was my TA. And then we started writing stock show together. 
um, which is a show that we have monthly. Or which uh, you guys are also going to be co- podcasting those as well, right? There it is technically a video podcast okay. that, that will come out, um, be released, but it's different. You know, I, I don't know much about that. You want to tell about that? Yeah. Um, well, basically, we record. It's like a multiple camera shoot. They're all right. static, and um, we feed uh, all of our microphones and all of it into like a central system. So you'll be watching three kind of static edit, like kind of edited shots. Right. Um, and usually we'll have like a comedian on as a guest and. Um, they'll do their own thing for 10 or 15 minutes and then we'll go into, um, kind of sketch and segmented interview portions with them, which ends up being really fun because I, it's called stock show. So I, uh, the, the character of Oja Lopez on stock show is that I'm obsessed with my guests, uh, and I stalk them and I'm in love with them, like desperately in love with them. Mm -hmm. So every time somebody comes on the show, every, uh, sort of. Uh, episode is kind of like a love letter to that comedian, right. to that person. So we investigate their lives, we figure out what they like, and we do bits and different things on the show that's sort of dedicated to their uh, passions or to what they want. So right, we stalk every bit of their life. Yeah, but like, two weeks before the show, we have like ten tabs on the computer. So and how, I am deep. I'm, sorry, wow. no, I was just gonna ask like how far back do you guys go? As far back as we can get. Right, because I noticed. Uh, I think it was. Maybe uh, I went and saw you guys whenever you did uh, Brian Ziola, which yep. was very, very funny. Um, and y'all were talking about things from like Live Journal. Yep. I mean, that's pretty deep. Yeah, that's, like the like late 90s yeah. for Brian or yeah. early 2000s. Yeah, we try to get everything we can. Right. That's why we take so much time to do it, is just to try to find everything you've <laughs> ever fucking put on the internet. Can I cuss? I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Yes. Okay. Bitchin' Brennan Br- Bush. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> It's um, catching on, by the way. Yeah. God, I, I think it's good. Like, wow. Bitch and Brennan. That's how I'm going to do she from now on. Great. Caught from smoldering embers. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So you guys follow podcasts? Yeah, I love yeah, them. Yeah, I'm obsessed. What do, yeah. you, what do you listen to? Um, I Let's plug other podcasts. Hers yeah. are boring. Her and I have very different tastes very in podcasts. Different. I like educational podcasts. I like... Um, Research podcasts. Snooze I like. Podcasts. Um, I know, and I'm not that into conversational ones. I have some conversational ones that I really like, um, but mainly I like history podcasts. I really love stuff you should know. Right. I love stuff you've forgotten history class, like all of those mm-hmm. sort of really specific ones about that. Um, I really like. Um, I like kind of more documentary style ones, like anything on NPR. Um, I love all of those, and I think you find them maybe a little boring. <laughs> yeah, I think that's some boring. It has to be something that I'm interested in, but I listen to more like um, uh, Anna Ferris is Unqualified. I love that's that That's really one, funny though. to me. Yeah. Uh, Throwing Shade, which is like a feminist gay issues right. one. Um, and a, a lot of nerdist ones I'll listen to. Mm-hmm. And um, Guys We Fucked is a good one. Mm-hmm. It's these two girls. You've heard it? No, I've never heard it. Okay, yeah, it's like, the anti-slut-shaming podcast is just two chicks in New York talking about relationships and sex and being very open about it. Right. Um, but I love, I mean, I just like conversation ones. I want to get to know people. Right. That's what, yeah, we have very different tastes in them. <laughs> she wants to learn how, like, the tax system works. And <laughs> I want to, like, hear about what underwear somebody bought and, like, how they use it on a guy. Yeah. Huh. No. Different. Um, are, are you guys familiar with who... With who why, am I, why can't I talk this morning? I think I had too much coffee. Yeah, You're nervous. Ari Shafir, uh-huh. do you know yes. who that is? Yeah. Have you heard about the stuff going on with uh, Howard Stern? No. no. I, 
he has a podcast too, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I've like listened to some of his stuff. I don't know him that well, but what's going on with Howard Stern? Uh, I don't know who's, I, I think Ori Shafir started it, but there's a beef <laughs> going on between him being a podcaster and uh, Stern being a terrestrial radio guy. And Stern's basically calling him a loser, and he's never heard of him, and uh, he sucks at, what, 43, and never had done anything, even though he has his own show on Comedy Central. Yeah. It's like this whole big beef, and and, uh, (laughs) as a podcaster, I'm just really interested in the story. Man, I'd just be like, thank you, Howard Stern, for all the fucking shout-outs. Oh, for sure. That's some publicity for him. So many people have Googled him since then. Did he come for Howard Stern? In well, one of his he, shows? he called him an old man and and basically <laughs> uh, called him out for being out of touch. And uh, oh, okay. Well, I mean, I think if you come for Howard Stern, then you deserve what's going to happen to you. But he will get listeners from that. Yeah, I agree. I, I do think that there's something to be said. Not to, this is not shade on anyone, but like if you have people like Jerry Seinfeld, or if you have people like Howard Stern, like I was watching the comedians in cars getting coffee episode with them mm-hmm. together. And they're talking about what the pinnacle of their career is and both being, and, and they had the same one actually, which is being on Mad Magazine. And um, I think that if you ask somebody who's 25 or 30 or 35 years old, they would just never say that that's the pinnacle <laughs> right. of their career. Not to say wow. that it isn't like a yeah. wonderful, an amazing feat and it's sort of like classic Americana nostalgia for them. I understand it's like a bruce springsteen white man kind of like dream you know but it's uh, to me sometimes it's like i'm not saying that he's out of touch but i can see how ari schaefer is thinking like the comedy and the things that you think are important are not exactly what uh it's not that they're not valuable they're just maybe not in tune with uh i don't know the the 17 year to 30 year old demographic also fuck them the 17 to 30 year olds like (laughs) do what you want you know right fuck both of those like but I mean, I, I can kind of come understand where he's coming from because I've never found Howard Stern funny. Yeah, ever. but I think that you have to pay. There has to be like a different. You got to pay some respect to somebody who's been doing it. He's been interviewing people for years, getting people to open up. Right. But okay, the future that. is podcasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not Ari Shafir's or Ari Schaefer, as um, <laughs> Oha calls him. What did I say? Did I say Ari Schaefer? Schaefer? Ari Schaefer, like his accountant cousin. I love <laughs> Ari Schaefer. So Ari. great. Yeah, I think the future is podcasting. You heard it here first. Like, I think the future is podcasting, not radio and internet. He's on internet radio. He basically has a podcast, mm-hmm. right? What's the diff? Well, my point was him just putting it on YouTube. His show on YouTube makes it a podcast, basically. Stern. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, see. I don't know. Howard, call in. We'll we'll talk about <laughs> it. You know. I got his number right here. <laughs> um, I was looking through Twitter today. Okay. Something I very rarely do. And I came to the conclusion that that's where bad jokes go to die. And then I thought to myself, that's probably a thing already. And I probably shouldn't even say that. That (laughs) Bad jokes go go on Twitter to die? I think it's okay as long as you don't tweet it. Because there's no record of it. You know, because it would just be contributing to the problem. So don't don't tweet that this is where where bad jokes come to die. Did you already do it? No, I didn't. That's good. I right. think you should tweet your little heart out. Mm-hmm. I think that like bad jokes, good jokes, all of it happens on Twitter. But he it's like, like a, stealing it. He, oh, you know, maybe somebody already said that. It's like already a thing. Yeah. I think it's a crazy common practice for you to think of a joke and then go online and see whether or not somebody's already done it. Right. I mean, there, there's just like so many, like, it's almost like you can see everyone's notebook now. So like, you know, cause everybody's essentially using Twitter for that now, as opposed to just like keeping a book or whatever. And 
Okay, so hold on. I have some opinions about it because I joined Twitter on some like lonely night on my couch in like 2008, whenever it started, right? Um, trying to get some boys' attention. And I think back then people were putting some good material out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the idea, some comedians were like, "Well, stop putting your good material on Twitter." Now I think that people have gotten famous off Twitter. Yeah, people so get jobs because of Twitter now. People have gotten jobs. A Houstonian, Jenny Johnson, has gotten right. jobs, albeit she's not funny anymore. But like from twitter so maybe it's not necessarily where bad jokes go to die but maybe it's like a creative little cesspool with some shit and some good in it maybe i'm following the wrong comedians maybe andy richter i was reading oh no no. bless your bless andy richter's heart (laughs) and bless all of our hearts so mad is he mad on there from what i can tell i mean it seems like all he's ever doing is talking about gun control oh Oh. no okay Mm. no i think i think a lot of the best comedy Honestly, happens for people who are like blogging, who are writing books, who are, you know what I mean? Like people who are more in like underground comedy mm-hmm. um, scenes in, right. in different cities as opposed to maybe like big, big comedians. But right. even still, you follow Sarah Silverman. She's got great, great jokes. You mm-hmm. follow a bunch Somewhat. of. Yeah. Well, no, you, but she's not going to put her best stuff on Twitter. No. You're looking at much smaller people. Not going to get best away. stuff on Twitter. Right. Uh, you know what I really love is uh, Matt Oswalt. No, oh. it's Patton Oswalt's brother. Oh, oh shit. shit! He is fucking hilarious. Really? He's so funny. Like, he, like whenever like him and Patton Oswalt are like tweeting the debates, he always has funnier jokes. Okay, every single I might time. follow that. He's like amazing. Sounds good. I love Patton. He's really funny too. Yeah. You Damn. just follow bad people. Is uh, what you need to understand. Yeah, that's probably true. I'm gonna make uh, some wrecks for you later. So, <laughs> what? What? The, what's the contention with your relationship with Twitter or social media? Do you not enjoy Nothing. it? Or no, I, I'm hooked on all of it but it's just i guess some of the people especially this morning when i was looking through and trying to you know gleam stuff for the show uh couldn't find anything really that worthwhile can i say something sure your voice is so soothing to me Uh oh wake up (laughs) (laughs) it's like just like so nice like your voice is like that i don't think so i got a machine right here that like makes everything sound good really yeah is that true uh-huh. Oh, I we don't need know that how, machine. Like, how machines work. <laughs> Everybody's real smooth right now. Yeah. Okay. So like on the show, sometimes we'll talk about dreams. Okay. okay. Uh, anybody have any crazy dreams lately? Can, okay. Can I say something else? I listened. Y'all talked about dreams the other day. I listened to one and I had a dream. So I thought I would tell you guys about this. Yeah, go ahead. I dreamt I was in Chernobyl. Wait a minute. Wait okay. a minute. We can't just pretend that you just came up with the idea to talk about a dream. What? No. Wait. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? I'm confused. About what just happened? Well, he I asked you to tell a dream, and then you asked if it was okay if you told the dream. Yeah. Well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't make it up. You're right. It's your idea. This is your thing. You're yeah. trying to do the uh, the Russian nesting doll on me, and it's not what? gonna work. <laughs> no. I'm so confused you, about what's happening. Um, right y'all were talking about it, and I was like, Oh my god! I thought of my dream when y'all were talking about it. So then I can tell you the dream. You just reminded me that y'all talked about it, and then you just asked me about a dream. Yeah, I have a dream. Okay. okay. <laughs> You guys, I dreamt that I was in Chernobyl, uh-huh. but it was like recently, so it's like dangerous there. But I was staying at an Airbnb with my friends, but this guy that I liked was at another Airbnb, and I remember meeting up with him, but I knew I shouldn't. And then um, I patted his butt. I just go boop boop, patted his butt, <laughs> and I go, "Is that okay?" And he goes, "That's okay. That's all the dream. That's really good." But I thought it was so weird that there's Airbnbs <laughs> in Chernobyl. Yeah, why did it have to be in Chernobyl? That could have happened. I in, don't cause... know, but in my head it was. Yeah. 
I do love the idea of a sketch where like it, like somebody's acting like they have a bed and breakfast in like post-apocalyptic locations. <laughs> yeah. Like I have a bed and breakfast in this small town in New Guinea where the cannibals live. <laughs> and I also want an Airbnb in Chernobyl and where Charming else? And cozy. It just uh, bad places, I don't know. Flint. Flint. <laughs> <laughs> Airbnb Flint. That's Jesus. great. Um, I have found, so my, my really good friend, Alexa's mom, this happened to me several years ago where I went up to her and I was, I was just hanging out at Alexa's house and I started talking to her mom and started telling her about a dream and she's the sweetest lady. She's so kind and wonderful and has been so great to me. And she's like, Oh sweetie, nobody wants to hear your dreams. (laughs) Nobody wants to know about your dreams. She's like, I care about you and I think you're great, but I just... I don't care about them. They're not oh real. Yeah. I know. And ever since then, I'm like, all right, I'm going to keep those to myself because. But these guys are asking about dreams. Okay. They want to know. Um, let's see. I have a recurring dream I could tell you about. Um, I have this recurring dream that I'm uh, in a house and there's somebody trying to get in the house. Right. And I go to sort of like a window pane, like a sliding door to sort of like a porch area. And outside is a lady from Cats, the musical. Okay. I'm not making this up. Have you this, seen Cats? I have never seen okay. Cats. Um, so she's wearing like the full cat outfit and she's got cat makeup on. Right. And I'm terrified of her. <laughs> I'm the most scared I've ever been in my life of this lady who's trying to get in. And she's like dramatically clawing at the. So she's like the, actually pawing like they yeah, do in the commercial. But like, exactly. The okay. But not like Great. aggressively trying to get in. She's just almost like dancing getting in wow and i'm very scared and i and i and i realize that the other door is unlocked and then she's not there anymore so i run to the other side of the house and i lock the door and then i hear her behind that door (laughs) and then i realize that somehow the other door is open again and so i run to the other and so the dream is basically me desperately running back and forth between two doors locking them so that this cat lady won't come into my house and that's pretty much it and everything looks like it's the 70s I feel like this says so much about you, but I have no idea what. <laughs> I don't know either. It yeah. has, dreams mean something. Do y'all believe that? I hope not. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I think that, you know, our brains so- kind of, you know, <laughs> you put things together and, dream. you know. That one where I, like, ate poop was probably going to tell a lot about me. I'm not sure what that means either. Yeah. Mm. I had a dream where I ate poop. Wow. And, like, found it great, too. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was, like, an awesome experience in my dream. Man. Oh, God. Interesting. <laughs> this is true. Maybe analingus? Maybe it meant analingus? I don't know. I hope so, because that's, like, fine. But <laughs> I'd like to think that it means, like, uh, something like, take stock in what you have and be grateful, because... Oh, God, it's so stupid. I like how we've done, like, 56 episodes of this show, and this is the first time analingus has come up. Oh, how? <laughs> how have y'all gotten this far? We've talked about an avatar fleshlight at one point, and, yeah, this is the first time, yeah. Oh, did you, yeah, did you guys I'm talk about to... that flashlight with the aliens? The no. alien flashlight? No. Oh my god, seriously. I don't I can't remember what it's called, but it's like so it's not a flashlight, it's a dildo. Um and it's it's called like alien dildo or yeah. something like that where it looks it's in the shape of whatever alien somebody imagined and it lays eggs inside I saw that of on you. Vice. Did oh, you see yeah. that? Oh god. Yeah, where, so they make like these they have like, you know, like it's ice like cube trays gel- like gelatin kind of. Like gelatin eggs and so they'll like they'll put the dildo inside yeah. and just deposit an egg in no. Now I'm going to dream about that. Yeah, you should. Hmm. Okay, like, wait, what was your dream? I want to know how far <laughs> Oh yeah. Well, I, I don't know what you just said cuz I was thinking how do you make chocolate poop? Do you 
<laughs> eat <laughs> cocoa, flour, and drink milk? Mm, and does your body... <laughs> I think the only way you can make chocolate poop is to stuff chocolate up your inside butt. your butt. And then, yeah, and then just kind of express well, yeah, it back with, out. Yeah, with digestion, you know, it's all going to turn into just poop. Yeah, it just turns into poop. So, which would, or is it just chocolate-covered poop? Chocolate-covered mm, that, poop. That's true, too. Do y'all think in Two Girls, One Cup, that was real poop? Was it? Stacy, of course it was real I poop. I think it's fake. <sighs> I, I think, think it's fake. ice cream. Yeah, the consistency is wrong. I don't care. It still came out of her butthole. But I think it was ice cream. Well, Just, I'm glad we went there. That's my next, opinion. There's no Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> um, my dream is, I don't know how people would feel about this, but I, I was terrified when I woke up. No, I wasn't terrified. It's kind of just, you know, wasn't a good feeling. But I fucking dead zoned Hillary Clinton. What? At a uh, some kind of rally. What is dead zoned? Dead zone. Is Have a, you ever seen the movie uh, Dead Zone with Christopher Walken? From no. the Stephen no. King movie where he uh, assassinates the president. Oh, you had a you dream where you assassinated Hillary Clinton. Yeah, okay. Weird. Oh my god. It was disturbing. Um, are you a Bernie person? Then I take it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't want anybody to kill Hillary. No. It's just, uh, it was so visceral, Hillary. like Hillary. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> yeah. she was walking through a crowd, shaking hands and kissing babies, and uh, she would never kiss a baby. I don't think. Uh, I don't think she I ever kissed Chelsea. Oh no, no, <laughs> no, clearly not. <laughs> but uh, I pulled a little handgun out of my jacket and I shot her once, <laughs> and I looked around and nobody was doing anything, <laughs> so I just unloaded it on her. <laughs> And she was dead. And then I, I woke the CIA up and I was clicking like, on my headphones. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. fuck. Uh, oh, yeah, he's on a list. Yeah. yeah we're all, we're all on a list Do you think that it's because, here's what I do like to decipher dreams. Uh-huh. Um, do you think it's because if you are a Bernie supporter, maybe you're afraid Hillary can't be stopped? Like, she's uh, going to get the nomination. She's going to do all this stuff. You're afraid she can't be stopped. And you wish that she could. Without killing her. So it's not like violent. You just like the bullet was humanity stepping up and voting for somebody different than her. And it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> One man's vote actually does count. No. Uh, yeah. I'm just not that, I'm That's not a that movie. passionate about it. Um, well, maybe not then. Maybe I, you really want to kill, kill a woman. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. I've had dreams about eating poop. I don't have a <laughs> desire to. Maybe you do. Maybe you do. You know, who's I, to say? I don't think so. I think it's like a. Uh, you know, it's Try probably it. like in your consciousness in some way. Like I've been watching the new J.J. Abrams and um, uh, uh, oh my god, Stephen King show. It's on Hulu about the what is Kennedy? It? Yeah, is yeah eleven twenty two sixty three. Oh, the James Franco. Yeah. Okay. Um, and maybe you know, know like I've had some weird dreams. You know, you just watch a lot of TV and sometimes you get it's little. It's all what you watch on TV before you go to bed. One time I, I would dream that I was going to the war, Iraq war, but I was pregnant. I could feel the baby inside me. But Courtney Kardashian was like reassuring me. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and it's only because I had watched the Kardashians. I must have fallen asleep like with the TV on. The news came on talking about the war. And Courtney was pregnant at the time. It's just like your brain interpreting those things. That's actually all it means. That makes sense. That makes more sense than me wanting to murder someone. Yeah, I don't think you want to murder somebody. No. Guys, good talk. Let's go to some news. See who play. We all know what time it is. It's time for the news. With Gabriel Dieter and friends. 
Nan- uh, R.I.P. Nancy Reagan. She died at 94. Today. Uh, but doctors saved the baby. What? <laughs> it's just a dumb old joke that I... That's horrible. <laughs> uh, personally, I, I don't know. I, I really don't have anything positive to say about Nancy Reagan. I think that she's indirectly responsible with like a lot of the horrible you know drug policy that's gone on in this country mm-hmm. you know just through being you know so forceful with the just say no thing and just being in the white house and influencing that like a lot of the mandatory minimum sentencing and like horrible things that came down in the 80s because of reagan uh-huh. you know she directly influenced and a lot of people were in jail that shouldn't be i think and agree she can so go to hell we're glad she's dead die. <laughs> hey i didn't know she wasn't already dead yeah i mean she seems like a person that should be dead but yeah like really old i found out in line at chipotle today so <laughs> where were you and nancy reagan you found out I, I didn't know she wasn't dead but you i agree with you brennan bitch and brennan um but <laughs> i hate you so much <laughs> i um i do not like what she did like for drug policies and things like that i think it really like did some damage to that we're still kind of dealing with well and she you, brainwashed a lot of people yeah well you also have people like bill clinton did something very similar where they enacted a lot of policies right. that yeah, were very dealing. tough on drugs i think it's a i think it's a it's a 2020 thing you're just in a situation where you see something horrible happening and they want to fix it and they make the wrong decision should they have been should they have made better decisions yes but in in some ways i feel like politics or just life in general it's about like a journey and about learning and right. america has kind of a it almost has a very sort of self-righteous oh, way of looking at things where instead of looking to other countries who have awesome policies that are working, that are making sense, we're like, well, this country is completely different. It would never work the way that it works there. When in reality, I think that if you have hybrid policies that, you know, I, I just don't think that they're thinking about those things. And Nancy is another, hmm. it's just a, it's a symptom, I think, of like how we do things here. But oh. what bothers me about what you just said, though, is like at the same time, you know, if you're willing to put on your tinfoil hat a little bit around here, which we do, uh, easy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Reagan was like slanging coke all over the place in the '80s. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, he lo- It's it just depends on like to me what color the people come from. Yeah. Um. You know, rich like expensive drugs or pot, which is generally like or crack lower. or like yeah. anything that's yeah. yeah. So you're talking about people that go to jail for those things or black people? Yeah, agreed. People that make money off like the designer drugs are white people. So mm-hmm. who did they really help? So yeah, you can say 2020 all you want, but what those things actually hurt people. You're right. Clinton did do some things that hurt black people, but I think the Reagans really did things. But oh, you're agreed. A, you're a Reaganite, so <laughs> yeah, she's a big. Yeah, I'm this like in Venezuela, fan. all the way from yeah from she Latin America. Them, I was yeah. like, I love them. They're just yeah. so boys. I love them. <laughs> that's what i sounded How, like too do you remember them being on tv and stuff i don't or? i um i was born in 1986 and a lot of i think as a you know not until you hit i think 20 or 25 for a lot of people do you even get remotely politically minded or right. even have an idea of what's going on like especially like in an me. international context oh in an international that's yeah. a curiosity for me how people view the world from outside the u.s that it would be or, interesting to know very at least in venezuela the sentiment is is not positive right. for america especially in venezuela i think other countries feel more positively and more negatively than we do right um but uh we're very much a at this point kind of more of a like a ill-functioning socialist country right. like it just doesn't work there mm-hmm. um but uh, yeah the whole time i think i i looked at the united states first of all as 
we admire capitalism and we admire stuff mm. and everything that is cool stuff right. comes from America. Um, so if you think about like how much Venezuelan people would glorify Nike or Adidas or Tommy Hilfiger or celebrity <laughs> or this is these are real brands that people are obsessed with currently in Venezuela. Hmm. Hilfiger. Um, Hilf- Hilfiger. Hilfiger. <laughs> yeah. Hilfiger. What about yeah. Fubu. Yeah. Fubu. Fubu. Um, Adidas, like when Fred Durst came out and was wearing those three stripe Adidas shoes, I'm telling you guys, holy crap, it was a rage in Venezuela. It was like (laughs) Shelto's blowing it up. It took hold. Well, just imagine being that international. You're you're Fred Durst in a shitty band called Limp Biscuit in the United (laughs) States of America, and you go to a country that is not America, and people are obsessed. Like I remember being obsessed with Fred Durst. Oh, a reality of my life. Oh, how this is being recorded. I know. Well, this is the thing is like when this you have so embarrassing. very little access to things. Bless your little heart. Yeah. So, okay, Bless so your little Venezuelan. <laughs> when I was when I was in Venezuela, they had this thing called Caracas Pop Festival, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a two day festival. And one evening they had Christina Aguilera and Alanis Morissette. And I went to that and was obsessed. Feels mm. weird to put those together. I know, but it's times. not when when you don't get anybody that yeah. comes to your country. Right. And then the next day, it was Papa Roach and Corn, and wow. those were those were the four. <laughs> nobody else played. Only those four bands. If I told you that there was one hundred fifty thousand people there, I would probably be underestimating right. in a country of 26 million people. When a hundred thousand people show up to anything, it's the biggest fucking deal, right? You know. And here you have so much access to niche music. Mm-hmm. You have access to people mm-hmm. who are connected to each other um, at the forefront of different, you know, uh, movements. And in Venezuela, we just get washed up two year later versions of what you guys are thinking about. You Were know? people crying afterwards? Oh, absolutely. Really? People okay. still. Damn it. Still. Like, see. Grown men, still my grown men friends from Venezuela, my cousins, if you ask them, what kind of music do you like? They'll say Corn or Linkin Park. Man. Or they'll say... Like, this is why this country is not... That's why it's a third world country. That's probably right. They refuse to get better music. Well, we either have that. You either have American bad rock music or you have um, a lot of like salsa, vallenato, what, right. what, like traditional Hispanic music. This shatters my... my- my thoughts about Iron Maiden going on South America yeah, tour. Yeah. Because they'll show people crying after the concert. I'm like, that, absolutely do that. They for love sure. Iron Maiden. But they, really, they, just, they love just love a festival. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they do love Iron Maiden. Yeah. Well, imagine if you have a hundred things and four, like the top 40, you know right. what I mean? Of each thing. The top, you know, top rock bands, top mm. pop bands, top everything. Um, you, that's what we get. We don't get... Um, independent documentaries mm-hmm. we get jaws and the avengers so your filter <laughs> of the world is those mm-hmm. huge movies right i do also think you haven't been there in 11 years right so I maybe it, it is changing well a little touch. bit yeah. yeah it is getting a little bit better they don't have toilet paper but they have better music yeah or birth and control film. yeah no none of that man they don't want that i know pretty big deal <laughs> i think that most people don't have you were talking about like outsiders view there's a lot of expats in Houston, mm-hmm. so you could just ask somebody. But they think, for the most part, I think they think we're, s- like, silly. Like, we just are crazy silly. And we are. We're just goof-trooping it up with these elections. Thank you, Nancy Reagan, for that segment. Yeah. <laughs> I love how each news story just 
takes on a path sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, next story. A diver was sucked into a nuclear power plant in <sighs> Florida. Um, yeah. Poor guy. And now oh he's suing gosh. them. No, now they're suing him. Oh, they're suing him? They're I thought he suing was suing them. him. Uh, <laughs> Florida Power and Lighting say he swam into oh, the pipe. Florida. Into the pipe uh, on purpose, and now they're suing him. Did he do it on but purpose? He, I don't know. He wasn't reached for comment? Hasn't, hasn't gone to trial yet. Uh, oh, my gosh. But they did interview him, and he said when he was sucked into the pipe, he came out into a pond where there were, like, a ton of fish. Like, yeah. just... I mean, grouper. Groupers yeah. get big, you know, two hundred pounds. That's more than I'm a grouper. A great, <laughs> you know, that's man size. So or woman or woman. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> it's possible for somebody to get sucked in. Wait a minute. Is is the pipe in the ocean? Is it in the okay? Because yeah. I'm like, where is he diving? It was off the coast of Florida. Yeah. So there's just like a nuclear facility right there by the ocean, and I guess. They were they suck in cooling. Yeah, they suck in like cooling water and they cycle it. Yeah. The extent of my knowledge of that is from The Simpsons, right? Uh Like watching those, like the three eyed fish. Yeah, that's like what I think of. That's that's how I imagine. But Florida, honestly, not surprised. Yeah, Florida, Mm -hmm. like the guy probably just shot a black kid. Like there, he can't (laughs) read. He's like I don't know, strangled a woman. It's just like not a good place. All the crazy stuff. But he has his diving license, so he just relaxes in the ocean. I'm just shocked that there's another nuclear power plant on the coast. I didn't know that we had those even. So another thing I didn't know. Uh, yeah, there's one not far from here in uh, Bay City too. What? Yeah. Really? This feels dangerous. Yeah, my my, uh, my uncle used to work there. He was like some kind of like CAD guy, and I remember my only real memory of this guy is one time when I was eight years old. Uh, we stayed up all night playing Risk at his house with my aunt and him and two of my cousins. And then the next day... Who won? Uh, <laughs> well, it was a game of Risk. Nobody won. It just stopped because everyone got tired. Oh. But uh, I remember the news came on the next day, and there was something about the Iraq war on TV, and I said something about it, and he got mad at me and yelled at me and said, well, what if you had to go over there and kill that son of a bitch when I was eight? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it turned out Uncle Bill had a brain tumor. Oh. So, I mean, this came to light later. You know, this was like a year later that all came out. But yeah, I was just like... I'm eight. <laughs> I was, I was just I commenting on television. To. Yeah. Is that why you signed up for the service? It's right then. So I, like, I, I was like, I'm going to show you, Bill. Yeah. I'm going to go over there and kill all those sons of bitches. <laughs> no. Let him slide. He was in risk mode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a weird story. In Pakistan, a toddler was booked on attempted murder. I heard about that. Wait, mm. what? Yeah. I, to- I mean, they showed, they had pictures of... <laughs> Holding this little kid, you know, to get fingerprinted, and the kid was like screaming his eyes out. Right, he screaming his eyes out, crying, mm-hmm. screaming, yeah, yeah. while probably probably screaming his eyes out. I mean, <laughs> going on trial for murder in Afghanistan. Does I think they, Pakistan. Sorry, I don't know if they let him go or not. But, There's uh, like a history of people blaming children for stuff like I know, witchcraft um, and shit yeah, like that, that sort yeah. of thing. But I, uh, you know, a, attempted murder by a two to five year old sounds. And it's just, 2016. Just push him away That's from crazy. You. Yeah. Did he have like a gun or what were the circumstances? I couldn't get that out of the story I read. So. All right. Well, if he had a gun, then obviously Sorry. he's a murderer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He really understands right and wrong then. Yeah. yeah. Well, apparently uh, <laughs> cops raided where his family was living. I don't know what the, um, that was, those were the only details. There's something else get. going on here. Yeah. That is yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that happens here. They're just 13 and 14 in there. Those are African American. So, 
No, a 13 or 14 year old killing somebody, sure, you go to jail for murder. No, but I think it's different. I think it's, I think you're, Pakistan, you're a child. You're 45 pounds, no. you're considered a deadly you're considered weapon. If you are, thir- hold on, <laughs> let's visit this. If you're 13 years old and you shoot somebody, you don't think you knew right from wrong? I think that there's, uh, I don't know. I think no. that it's nuanced. I think that some people who, I mean, I think some kids who are 13 or 14 years old who shoot a gun, it's not about just shooting the gun. It's about how developed they are, what their background is. Are they children? I think they're children. I well, think, yeah, they're not, they don't stand trial as adults at no, 13 or 14, to, I guess. No. I, th- I heard a study, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but there's a study that police officers generally look at black children as older, even though they're not older. Um, that there's just like, if they were basically asked to think about what the age was of the child that they were looking at and that black children across the board, um, were cataloged as older than they actually were in opposition to white children. So in my mind, I guess what I'm trying to say is I think that there's a history of, of making children to be more adult and to give them responsibilities that they're not. But if we're not guessing an age and it's 13 and they kill somebody, they knew right from wrong. Sorry, you might not understand like, oh, this is actually like the like depth of the situation, but you knew right from wrong. But a four year old, yeah, but this different. is like a toddler. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Toddler, yeah. that's so that's <laughs> world's different. That kid is clearly three years that, old. If you can't you know? wipe your own ass, like you shouldn't go to jail for murder. Bam, like that's that. The line that right should there. be the rule. You don't potty train behind bars. You okay, don't. Who's gonna good. do it? A that's guard? A good, yeah, Who's paying for that? that? Not me. Good point. It's Pakistan anyway. <laughs> that's a good point. Uh. <laughs> Um, let's see. Scientists have figured out how to get to Mars in three days using photon engines. We're talking. Yeah. <laughs> Scott What's Kelly it? is Scott pissed right Kelly. now. <laughs> Scott <laughs> Kelly, who, you, who uh, spent nearly a year in, in space. 340 days, yeah. I mean, that that's useless information. It completely now. negates all of the science that they're currently collecting on him. Because it would have taken months to get there. But like what are the specifics on like how are they going to get there in 3 days though? Uh they've Like with humans They figured in... out something called a photon engine, which sounds Star Trekky, but Yeah. You know. So oh so it's just like a matter of like propulsion. It's not like some kind of wormhole creepy stuff. Ugh. I doubt I doubt it. Okay. Cuz that's what I'm really waiting for. I, I you know. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because that's how, you know, Event Horizon and Doom and all those things oh, about gotcha. hell coming on Earth. Yeah, He's waiting for people. them to put a hole You're, in the mountain. I'm waiting basically. for something bad to happen as a result of science. You know, it's just... I don't know if you know, but Brendan's a glass half empty kind of... <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I love the idea that you're waiting for something bad to happen with technology, but like Hiroshima, it was totally a thing. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, that's 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 the kind of thing I'm looking for. Like, that's your like... I'm aw. a fan of a good catastrophe every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to keep us all on our toes. Keeps us on our toes, exactly. So you're watching Fukushima right now, like. Oh yeah, that's true. That's that's uh, a pretty good one. That's yeah. A, yeah, that's that's pretty. Why solid. wait for space when there's something really bad happening but, on Earth? I don't know. I, I just feel like space is going to yield way better results. You know, there, there's just going to be tentacles coming out of a gotcha. hole, and I'm just really excited about it. exactly. That's, that's right. what I'm looking for. Some uh, Lovecraftian in, violence. <laughs> in art news, this this <laughs> I mean this might match your soul. Uh, the blackest of black has been invented <laughs> mm-hmm. by uh, Siri Nano Systems. Right. It's called Vin- Vinta Black. Right. Vanta Black. There we go. Uh, it was invented in the UK and it uses carbon nanotubes. Yeah. So it I, I, like deflects light, right? So it yeah. doesn't, or it absorbs it, all of it. It absorbs ninety nine point nine eight percent of wow. the light. 
I can't wait. That's fucking. I need blackout curtains made black. out of that. I feel oh. like some asshole conceptual artist is about to make a lot of money for nothing. Just painting canvases black with that and sending people <laughs> into a room and charging like 150 bucks a head. I'll do it. With flashlights that don't work. Yeah, flashlights that don't work. That's it's even more dramatic. I would love that. Like blacker clothes, mm. blacker art, everything blacker, like darker. That's my favorite. I would do it. I would buy it. Not See, this is why we get along. Hmm. Yeah, the black. It's the black. Oh, black clothes. I wore not black today, you know, trying to change it up. Just right. be more like springy and mm-hmm. approachable. It's not working. But yeah, blacker than black. That's my favorite. Blackest of the black. Uh, let's see. SpaceX. Falcon 9 landing failed again. Uh, you're probably happy about it since... <laughs> <laughs> My love of a good yeah, space catastrophe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. Uh, it's a it's a rocket designed a, by SpaceX. Yeah, SpaceX. To, you know, are you familiar with them at all? It's mm-mm. this company. Is it Elon Musk that runs it? Or Elon Musk? Can I say it? Mm, it's a space real space thing. Yes, yeah, so they're they're trying to. Do, I don't fuck with space at all. They're, they're trying like to do like commercial space. NASA yeah, it's like kind of privatized space dangerous. travel. The launch the launch went well. It de- delivered its satellite. Yeah. into orbit. They can't land came, for shit. It came down. Well, they did, did it does. once. They did it once. They did it once. <laughs> but the rest of them have just been like fiery balls of failure. Yeah. Oh, it's, no. Uh, it's probably a bad design. Yeah, I don't think that we should go up there. I don't think. I think it's like the water. I don't think you should get in the water. <laughs> like the ocean. I think that's like fish, shark. Pe- that's their land. Uh-huh. You shouldn't fuck with it. <laughs> their this land. is my real thing. I'm not kidding. I've talked to this. I've, I've talked to you about this. I don't think people should like get in the ocean, really. And then, um, and bad things happen when we do. And um uh and then space like don't fuck with those people's place like just like <laughs> let them live whatever's out there don't do it it's just not good you can't breathe out there don't do it what about you can't breathe planes? underwater is that the birds land? planes is not that like so go in the ocean up to your knees okay like go to the plane like thirty thousand feet whatever stay there don't go higher she's she's I think she's thinking about Icarus right now and I don't she's know what like that is yeah. but it just sounds uh Icary you know Icary. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I just don't, I don't like, like, where you can't, like, put your feet on the ground. I, I feel like you. It. I think it's a, I mean, I think so many good things have come from space travel and I don't all know. that like stuff. Like, te- cell phones, sure. Well, yeah. You know, NASA A lot of technology, that. yeah. Yeah, a majority of the technology that, you know, has made the world a better place has come from space travel. It just, like, makes me nervous. Like, what, you know, what's going to happen? We don't know. And the outfits know. and the food doesn't sound good. No, the food looks horrible. And Terrible. people, like, what's their skin like when they get back? I don't know. I just don't. I think we should think about it before we do it. That's I just think my, it's, my I think it's good that there are people who want to go up there and people who do not want to go up yeah. there, like you and I. Yeah. <laughs> you want to, like, turn me off. Like, I'll go to sleep. You put on, like, a space documentary. I'm like, no. <laughs> like, no. Star Wars is the closest I've ever come to that. <laughs> I jumped really high once. <laughs> I fell down, though. But that's pretty much as close <laughs> as I've gotten. To another dimension up there? Yeah. At oh least my on gosh. my own accord. Maybe in dreams you go higher. Back to dreams. Yeah. Back to dreams. Uh, next story: a man, <laughs> a, a man won two hundred ninety-one million in the lotto, and his brother won seven dollars. <laughs> what a way to change a relationship! Right? Do you think that those brothers? Because there's always a sibling that's like the most successful, mm-hmm. like the golden child. Is it? Um, universal like is the universe giving it back to him this brother that won all this money he was like the shit on kid he's like finally has one up on his big brother Bill he was the DeVito of the twins maybe <laughs> and now he's like yes mine Um, or is did Schwarzenegger get it like is he like <laughs> of course he fucking won that money and I got seven dollars 
Man, I think they'll probably share it at some point. Now. I, I saw the pic- a picture and definitely the one that got the bigger check had a bigger smile. Well, oh, yeah, of yeah. course. I mean. Oh, yeah. Significantly more money. But it's going to ruin his life. So. Of course. It's supposed to. Anyways. It will ruin your life. I. Okay. My golf coach. I was on the golf team in high school. <laughs> and oh, yeah. It was so cool. Um, I was a virgin. But. Um, <laughs> so. I was on the golf team in high school. And my coach won the lottery. How much really? did he win? She, by she, the way, um, uh, she won like $8.6 million or something. A couple other people won it too. Mm-hmm. Changed her life. Yeah. And she d- didn't ruin her life. Did she like continue to work? Oh, she, she still won- works. Yeah. She's oh, still a teacher. She's jerks. I think that's the, that's the kicker. I think he, my, my stepdad told me, he's like, if I ever won a lot of money, I'd just live off of the interest and like keep mm-hmm. living my life. Right. Yeah. I think her kids are like set, but I don't think her kids actually know that. They have that much money. That's good. Because they're still young enough, like 14 and 12 or something. Yeah. And they don't know yet how rich they are. Yeah. As soon as they find out, that's when her life gets ruined. Yeah. Dead. That's right. She's trying to hold them off. So he's going to dead zone her. Yep. <laughs> that's right. uh, Brennan's contributed a story. Uh, the Alamo today is 180 years old. Yeah. Uh, mm. Not the Alamo, the Battle, the Battle of the, of the Alamo. Alamo. Yeah, it's... 180 i didn't really have anything to talk about with that though i just mentioned it in conversation but uh god damn it brennan i don't know i mean what what's there really to say that's kind of like crappy moment they died everybody died at the alamo everybody they were either died or taken prisoner yeah Uh, they they lost the alamo oh you mean mexican people or did we no no mexico won the alamo mexico won the alamo yeah we're remembering it. I think we've done our due diligence (laughs) right yeah they, they, they put up that flag that said come and take it and they came and freaking took it Oh, you know, yeah. like history is not my strong suit, but I've been to the Alamo. I just didn't remember that part of it. Yeah, it's it's a really weird thing. It's a loss that everyone celebrates. Okay. Yeah. I like Mexican people. Those are my favorite people. <laughs> it's my favorite country, so I'm down for it. Well, Good job, a, few guys. Days, a few days later, we came and kicked their ass. Oh, did we come back? We were like, oh, oh that was and another Jacinto, thing. Right? Yeah, over here. Yeah, remember, over here. The, remember the Alamo. Yeah, that's where they remember the Alamo. And then, While yeah. they're kicking... Mm-hmm. Like snuck up on everybody while they were asleep and killed them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you always have like a better comeback a couple days later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, everybody tried hard. So that's true. Good job, Alamo and other things. <laughs> Come and take stuff. <laughs> yeah. Good job. All right. Okay. Mike Rodriguez asks, what is a reasonable amount to pay for non work related shoes? Non-work-related shoes. Uh, our, our answers are going to be different. Maybe. Uh, I would say around 100, 120. Hmm. The absolute most you'd pay for the shoes. The absolute most. Man, I really do. Right now, I'm so, like, I don't, I'm so broke. I would say the most to pay for non-work-related shoes, uh-huh. like, at a thrift store, like, 10 bucks, 15 Ew. bucks. Ew. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. That is not true. I've seen you like drop 60 on shoes. Yeah, Easy. but I had a job then. And then turn around and sell them to me because you didn't really like them. That's not true. They didn't fit my feet. Okay, and also it was a gift certificate, so I didn't spend yeah. any money. Ah. I would say around 100. That's like the absolute most. Not, I like that you said non-work related because <laughs> like I guess it's like work boots well, Yeah, or work boots and stuff, but yeah. I don't know. Work boots are expensive. Work boots are very expensive. And that's actually a point that I was going to bring up is like, you know, you could get like a pair of like red wing boots that are uh-huh. like really nice, that are repairable and will last you forever if you take care of them. And that would cost like 250 bucks, which I think is reasonable because yeah. it's, that's a that's a shoe that will last you forever. If you take Y'all's care. shoes cost way more, males. Yeah. 
And I think some like sneakerheads, y'all will spend a lot of money on shoes. Right. But girls, I mean, I have probably 60 pairs of shoes right. in my closet. I have it's, probably like six or seven. Yeah. And you wear like two. Yeah. Yeah. I um I have an absurd amount, but I usually spend like 30. But absolute most, this guy's asking, I'd say 100. But guys are just way more expensive. Red right. Wings, it's expensive. I mean, typically I'll spend 65 at the most. I mean, most of what that's I own what is I like Vans. So yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just buying weird colorways and stuff and that's it. But I, I was going to say 70. Yeah. But, uh, he also asks, do you think Scorsese has another great movie in him? Yeah, and I yeah. hope he puts a woman at the helm of it. <laughs> I know that's so. I know that's cheesy to say, but it's like every movie is so heady and has a white male at the front of it. And not to say that they aren't that they haven't been amazing movies. I'd just be really interested in seeing what Martin Scorsese would do with a with a female, but, female or person of color. Yeah, but honestly, do you, do you think that he has like uh, kind of like the life experience to be able to like honor that story and like tell it truthfully? I mean, I, I don't know. If he's know. as good as another director. Well, he's he lives in New York, right? Is he from New York? Yes. Uh-huh. Um, I think that, yes, he, first of all, he's, like, super creative. Mm-hmm. And he lives, like, in the cultural, like... Hub of the world. Hub of the right. world. He definitely has, like, some experience with that or can, like, call it out. He just chooses to make things that are too so white um, and male. Um, I think it's his experience. I think he does, sure. sure. You know, of course, probably until he dies, he has ideas. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like he's. You know, as long as his eyes are working, as long as he can write and communicate, mm-hmm. there are enough people around him that would kill to be a part of a Martin Scorsese project and help him deliver whatever he wanted to deliver. True. So, I think as long as he could communicate, he can make something. Mm-hmm. I mean, e- even at his worst, I still think he's pretty great. Why don't you blow him while you're at it? Uh, Bobby Stevenson White asks, uh, "Fuck Mary Kill, Ann Coulter, Megan Kelly, Nancy Grace." I saw this one on Facebook. God this damn. is so easy, by the way. Okay. Fuck Ann Coulter. Okay. Because fuck her, but also I bet she'd have really good angry sex. Ugh. Um, mm. kill Nancy Grace, marry Megan Kelly. She's gorgina. Mm. Um, and I, I think she's like close to not being racist, and I think you could turn her. Yeah, I think, man, I'm, I'm, I feel for me it's a toss up between uh, killing Ann Coulter and fucking Nancy Grace and marrying Megan Kelly. But no, I think I would fuck Ann Coulter. Yeah, yeah, kill Nancy Grace and marry Megan Kelly. So I we're agree. The same. Yeah, if you fucked Nancy Grace, it would only taste like hairspray everywhere. <laughs> oh, so oh, gross. God. Yeah. Oh. So gross. That's she, wonderful. Oh, so gross. <laughs> That puts a bad taste in my mouth already. Yeah, it should. She would. You know what I mean? I bet she hairsprays her like bush. I bet she does. Teases it and frosts it. Yep. Kind of a Texas bouffant kind of thing. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, None of it. I don't want to answer this. Look, you have to answer it. Okay, I would say... the premise. I would say kill Ann Coulter, because I think that she's been just a horrible Uh detriment to civilization for like Mm -hmm. the past 15, 20 years. Uh, Mary Megan Kelly. She seems sane. Saneish, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that means I have to fuck Nancy Grace. Yeah, that's uh, that's the big problem yeah, there. That is that is a because <laughs> you cannot marry Nancy Grace. That bitch will not stop talking, and you yeah. will then eventually have to kill her too. Is she a lesbian? No, I don't think so. No. 
Why did I think she was a lesbian? Oh, I'm thinking Susie Ormond. But I feel like worst case scenario, you could get a story out of that at least. Oh, there just would be so much talking. Um, I thought about this. Just talks about dead toddlers the whole time. Oh my gosh. Uh Uh-huh. She already said her. She already said her. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree with We Stacey. were in the same. Yeah. Sorry, I was just trying to uh, think we're of my fucking, trying to manage the show. fucking ankle tear, marrying Megan Kelly. I love that you've made her Kelly. French, which she would probably Yeah, I, I like the, the Julie an- Klausner pronunciation that's happening over here. It's ankle tear. She calls herself Ann Coulter, right? No. Yeah. She doesn't. I think so. No, I'm not wrong. It's, it's Coulter. Oh, fuck y'all, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Won't you All blow right. her while you're at it? I'm going to fuck Megan Kelly. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. marry Ann Coulter. Ooh. And kill Nancy why? Because once I've killed Nancy Grace, yeah, I what's guess killing that's, that's true. Yeah, no one can solve the crime. So right. that's good. I don't know. Man. <laughs> See, now you're back on killing women again. Uh, that's I really think cool. he, I think you're breaking the rules. <laughs> I've already killed one. Why not kill another? That's right. Um, <laughs> she also, Bobby also asks Ted Cruz's lip hanger situation do you gobble it up or brush it off? Uh, hey, so I don't know what did, that's. Did about. you guys see this? Okay, uh, I guess this was maybe. Did uh, he eat a booger? It was like Is during like what? the CPAC thing or something. He had like the like a little. But did you see it go? Did he like brush his nose and it goes down on his? Lip? I I only saw photos. I didn't see the video. Me too. I only saw photos. Here's the thing that I would do. I would brush it, and here's why. Because you know if he just sucked it up and like took it in, which is gross, and it, which is gross on its own. But you know, like thirty seconds after that happened, that's gonna become a gift. That gift's gonna become a tumbler, and then you're gonna be all over the internet for the next six months I eating think a booger. He did I? Th- I don't know where it went. I don't know. Look, just don't eat a booger on stage. Right. Okay. Don't. Can I, can I tell you something? Brush it off. I think you're not. I think people. He's not thinking about it. I think he's just like like basic human reaction forgot that people are looking at me kind of situation yeah. i um this happened to um we were having a meeting uh with a with somebody um and we were all in the living room talking to him he wanted to audition for american idol that's why and so he came over to ask us for advice just as friends oh my god um i know and not as friends like his brother's friends and um just to talk about like stuff people do when they're not thinking about it. He would, we were all sitting on a shag carpet and he was running his fingers through the shag carpet and picking up like stranded hairs, like long hair. And then he would sort of like a, like how they people thread eyebrows. He was, he would sort of like roll them up on both of his uh, index and middle fingers and stretch the hair out and then kind of roll it up and press it against his lip. (laughs) Oh my God. I know he would. He would. This he is would. wonderful. And he was just doing it as we were having a conversation with him. So he's picking up stray hairs from the carpet, rolling them out, stretching them out, and then pressing them so that you can see, almost like as if you pressed, uh, like floss, uh, floss against your lips, like that, and <laughs> or strangers or hair. strangers' hair. Yeah. yeah. So we're oh. sitting there, and I'm watching him do this, and and Vicky's watching him do this, and I'm just thinking to myself, like, what the fuck is going on? Why? And, and it's because he's not thinking. That he's literally, right. it, it is like a, he's not thinking that he's in the presence of other people. And I think that that's probably what Ted Cruz is doing. He's just, he's like, yeah, I'm in front of a thousand people, but he's in his head right at that moment. He's like so about zonked on Adderall trying to remember what words he's supposed to be Maybe. saying. That He is zoned you know, out. Yeah. Probably. Maybe, because, I mean, I just don't be think hard. it was a booger. I don't know if it was a booger. I don't It was probably just it. like a flick of spit or something. You know, you get dry mouth and you're speaking a bunch. And, uh, yeah. But. I want to see, show me the video. Also, we are being so nitpicky about uh, like <laughs> what he's doing and what he's not doing. That's he's true. Just I'm disenchanted that just knowing vampires have boogers. Oh, that's <laughs> true. Yeah, it's 
Yeah, like, what's the point? Becoming like, a vampire. I'd imagine it's, it's I all mean, dry in there. Like, yeah. Poof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably poops, too. Ah. Oh, so weird. Uh, Jeremy Cowan asks, is it shallow <laughs> to either not pursue or dump a person over their basic bitch taste in music? Oh, uh, okay. First of all, I love Jeremy Cowan. Is it is it shallow to dump somebody over their basic bitch taste in music? Is that his question? That is the question. Or or not pursue them romantically? Um, y'all, I have the worst taste in music. I have the worst taste. I'm a believer. I've downloaded Lindsay Lohan's album. Um, Yeah, did it years ago, Um, but I still have it. Um, I think I have basic bitch taste in music. So every answer that you give, look straight in my eyes and say it to my face. I will. One time I didn't date a guy because he was in an Americana band that I hated. Uh. And I knew that if I dated him, I would have to keep coming to these shows and eventually have a conversation about how I didn't like the music that he was making. What's Americana? It's like, it's kind of like, I would guess somewhat of like a Bruce Springsteen kind Kind of of folky, kind of folky, like kind of folky rock sort of. Um, Mm -hmm. and it was just very terrible music and I just figured I don't like him that much anyway. So why get into it? I feel like if I, you know, I think everyone has like, you know, everybody likes crap. That's, that's Mm -hmm. just, there's going to be some piece of garbage art or music or whatever that you're going to like. And I, I think that, you know, everybody's entitled to that. You're all entitled to your guilty pleasures. Personally, I don't really believe in guilty pleasures. I think if you like it, like it, and that's fine. Yes. But, um, I can see why say whenever you're like in the early dating phase, if you find that somebody likes primarily garbage, I think that that can sometimes demonstrate a lack of intellectual curiosity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. You know, if, if somebody likes really just bad movies, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard. I mean, I, I hate to say, to go so far as to say, respect them, but you know, <laughs> yeah, don't respect them. Think well, about it. I mean, it's, it's, it's like hard to, you know, I feel like if you can't, if, if you don't feel like someone is on your like same, you know, kind of level, mm-hmm. maybe you shouldn't be together. It, I think it depends, though, on how much emphasis you put on it. I don't put a lot of emphasis on music. It's just not my thing. Right. I enjoy what I enjoy. I like some good music to me. Right. But my my taste stopped, like, right after high school. Right. Um, But I'm not going to, like, be like, oh, my God, you have to play this. It's, like, so good. Right. I wouldn't do that to somebody. I also don't want to listen to you, like, jam Chet Faker down my throat or something, whatever's cool right. at the time. Um, just because I'm just not that into it. Right. But will I love Beyonce till I die? Till I fucking die? Yes. Like to me, she's the best. But I'm not gonna make you listen to her or do things like that. I'm not gonna like push it in your throat. Right. I do have lack of intellectual curiosity. I think you're. I think you're incredibly brilliant in another way, which in is other ways. You are incredibly emotionally insightful and wonderful and kind to people, uh-huh. and you understand people, uh-huh. and you understand how to communicate. And She's that to, to me requires to public. <laughs> no, no, no. That to me requires a level of intelligence that I value way more over somebody right. who's Thank like you. got great taste and like really likes local natives and knows all the fucking right. like you know band names of things that are happening currently or because a lot of that in a lot of ways ends up being pretension oh absolutely and to me it's like well where is the the love of music coming from are you meeting this person um and you're talking to them about your passions and they are supportive and understanding and are excited and right intelligent in that way and they just don't like the same music that you do fuck off they date the hell out of them you know 
It's just at how much they look. If I know my taste is basic, bitch, I call myself. I've said this for a long time. I'm half basic. I think that I am half basic. I love Starbucks coffee. Will I ever fucking take a picture of it and put it on Instagram? Never. Okay. <laughs> Never. Um, but I know that it's horrible. The girls you need to avoid, the boys you need to avoid, whatever, when they have those basic tendencies, are that they don't know that they're basic. They don't understand that like the music you listen to is legit horrible. Right. Um, so I know that my taste is horrible. If somebody's like, hey, you want to play music? I'm like, nope, <laughs> I don't because I'm around pu- people in public. Um, so I think it's all if you know. Right. Like if some some girl out there doesn't know, then you don't want to date her because she's like lives and dies by pumpkin spice lattes and like she has a new kate spade bag with her monogrammed like initials on it or something yeah or she doesn't understand the difference between like you know being sold to and just like liking something right deciding that you like it. perfect that's a great example Um, because it's a it's a thing you like starbucks because you like their flat white and you think it's delicious and that's the most boring drink i know and it's what i drink it's what i like you know (sighs) right but the idea too is uh, you understand the the difference between um something that's a fad that you're doing because you think it impresses other people Mm -hmm. and something that you decided you like for yourself so i would suggest Find out whether or not that yeah. person. I like really bad things for myself. I like it. Yeah, right. I really. I've grown to very happy. much appreciate Justin Bieber around you. Yeah, very much. <laughs> no, absolutely. I have. I actually really. Li- I think his the arrangement for his music, which may be a testament more to his producers than him, but I really like Justin Bieber music, All especially right. this new shit. Yeah. I used to think that people that liked pop music just didn't like music in general. Maybe a little bit. They didn't go explore you know mm-hmm. stuff they just mm-hmm. and now i'm i'm kind of more leaning towards it's just that the marketing works right and, and that you know pop music is pop music and it reaches a lot of people and mm-hmm. so i like pop music but it's always pop but i like like remember in early 2000s like rilo kylie and tilly right. that's still mm-hmm. pop music mm-hmm. that's a girl it's right. indie music but it's mm-hmm. still poppy um, it's just that those aren't, I still listen to all of those too, by the mm. way. Um, but those aren't newly made for me and they don't come so easy on the radio. Right. So it just like is hand delivered. I don't have to like search for it or anything. And like right away I'm like, ew, yeah. Like Selena Gomez's new track. I, <laughs> you know, yeah, I love it. There's something about pop that's kind of like a, like a delicious one pot meal kind right. of. I was going to say it's candy for your ears. It right. is. It's, it's just like, it's, yes. It's mathematically correct uh-huh. to appeal to. It mm-hmm. feels, uh, it's like easy listening. Right. I know that easy listening is, easy. is something yeah. different, but um, there's something about it that, that is like, um, you know, like a, like a, like a set up punchline kind right. of feeling mm-hmm. where like, it's just very satisfying. Mm-hmm. And I think people who, who are okay with just feeling satisfied mm-hmm. and not exploring is it's fine. Yeah. I, I also, work. I also felt the way that you mm-hmm. did, by the way, where I was like, Oh, if you like pop music. You just aren't curious about anything else. But the reality of it is, is again, are you being sold to, or have you decided that you like this right. thing? And that right. in that vein, you know, maybe you focus on other shit. You like writing, you like exploring. I don't know. Yeah. You can't like too many shitty things altogether. Yeah. Because if have. you love pop music, like only like the what's on 104.1 and you watch The Bachelor every week in The Bachelor Pat, then you like it's too much overkill. 
That's too basic. You dump that person or you don't go out with him. Also, sure we you gotta we combine music with TV. Why, yeah. why is Jeremy asking this question who's been married since he was like five? Um like asking this question about is he trying to give advice to somebody else? He's gonna pass his yeah, office. That is Jeremy. Line? I was thinking it was Jason for this. No, one. no. Sorry, Jeremy. Jason would say uh, something about dicks. That would just be horrible. Maybe he's yeah. asking for a friend. Maybe, maybe he's gonna like take this advice and make it his own. Yeah. Yeah. I think I hope we've educated you on the subject, mm-hmm. Jeremy. Um Esteban Esteban uh, <laughs> asks, How many of your Facebook friends do you actually hate? Mm. I Ask, adore every single one are of them. You, I just for real? It. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> um ask Oha how many Facebook friends she has. Oha, how many Facebook friends do you have? Say it. Just say it. Don't look at me for it. Say it. I can't, I don't I can't. Oh, two over two thousand. Whoa! Okay. Like, and then maybe go, like twenty three or twenty six. So I'll go. Oha, do you know this girl Stephanie Smith? Oh, I just made that name up. <laughs> right. And she'll go. I don't. Know, I don't know her. And I'm like, oh, you're Facebook friends with her. I looked at her Facebook. You're Facebook friends with her. She's like, I don't know. I don't know her. This happens every time I ask who some person. I'm like, oh my god, do you know this guy? Do you know this girl? She's like, no. And I'm like, well, you're Facebook friends with them. Right. She's like, no, I don't know who that is. I just I don't take any stock in Facebook friendships. They're she not, just adds people like I don't, crazy. I don't add people like crazy. I swear to God. Oh they oh God. You I just accept God. like crazy. I know that's no, I mean I do add people, but it's Her not like I'm sitting of you, there. By the way, sounds like you do ambient. No, she, uh, she's, when Oha's no, tired, I, I think you're more lively than that. No. When Oha's tired, she's just like, oh no no no. Oh no no no. no. I just wanna sit on your couch. I don't know. Um, and, yeah. and by the way, tired means high. That's high. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. When we get high, she's like, I just want to smoke weed and sit on your couch. And she doesn't want to like open her mouth to say a real sentence. Um, uh, I don't hate anybody, I think, on my Facebook feed. Mm-hmm. Um, I um, I will gladly and, and without a lot of like mind exercises, I'll just delete somebody or unfollow them right. very quickly. Like yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't take much. It does not take much. And, and it's not this like big. I don't think it's this big thing where I'm like, I'm going to purge my friends list. If right. you don't say something, then you're out. And I'm like, all right, I'll unadd myself to that situation. <laughs> right. like, I don't need any more Facebook friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, a, for me, um, I run and uh, help run beta theater in, mm. uh, in Houston. Houston, downtown area. And for me, it's, it's always been a tool of basically – I don't know, 70, 75% of my job is asking people to do stuff. It's right. li- you literally use it for social networking. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And don't I keep don't up with post, I don't post like really personal stuff. I either post like jokes or dumb things that happen. Like I'm not invested emotionally in what happens in Facebook. Although I will say I compare it to sort of like what it must feel like for somebody to maybe be like, uh, I don't know have some emotional instability because in a lot of ways, if I'm scrolling down my Facebook feed, I'm like laughing hysterically at some dog falling. And then immediately the next post is like, um, you know, like a vet coming back from the war and right. hugging his children. So I'm crying hysterically. <laughs> and then after that, somebody's like, Trump is amazing. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, and so I'm literally going Just through a roller like, coaster. Yeah, I was say a roller coaster. I'm going through all of the human emotions in a 45 minute Facebook scroll. So for sure, there's, there's. It's not that it doesn't affect me, right? It's just that I don't take stock in in 
my personal sort of social media life. I don't I don't use Twitter. I um, use Instagram. Just post pictures. Not really. I don't really use it that much either. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm not like a huge. I wouldn't consider myself a huge social media person, even though maybe somebody looking in from the outside might think otherwise. Right. I got a Facebook message uh, Friday from someone in high from high school that I hadn't talked to in 25 years. 25 years. Wait Have a minute. That? No. 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 no There's, it hasn't been, been that, that long. long. 20, 20 years. I mean, you graduated in what? Yeah, like 99. 90, 99? 96. Yeah. I thought, yeah. Oh, wow, 96. Anyway. 96 and 99, that's different. I haven't, I haven't talked to this girl in a long time. And even in high school, we didn't really talk but a couple times. She asked me for 50 or $30 no. to contribute to her uh, campaign. Campaign? Yeah, she was, she was fundraising for, I don't know. Shameless people, they get on there and do that. No. And I'm like... Uh, a hello, you know, yesterday might have run into, you know, a polite, do you want right. to support me? But 50 bucks out of the blue? Yeah. You know, that's a pair of shoes, and uh, <laughs> I don't know you that well. Um, Jeremy Cowan asks, again, uh, which are you more afraid of to see for ver- verification? Donald Trump's Wang, Wang, sorry. Wang? <laughs> Wang. Chinese pronunciation. Or tax return. Donald Trump's Wang or tax return. For for what purpose? Just for verification. Because the whole thing with his hands being small, he talked about his his large penis. uh, During a debate. Yes, he did talk about his dick size. He didn't say it was large. He just said... There was no problem there. there. He implied that he has a large penis. So are we more scared to see his dick or his taxes? I'm excited to see his taxes because I think we're going to find out he's not as rich as he says he is. Uh-huh. I feel like I kind of already know what his penis looks like just by seeing his hands. Mm-hmm. You know, like it just. Does I'm, he have small hands? He has like small, weird, stubby hands and they're all gingery. Like, but he's like 6'2", yeah. right? Yeah, but, but I imagine that like his penis just looks like a psoriasis ravaged Vienna sausage. Yeah, I, I was imagining yeah. like a just, cellulose free carrot. Kind yeah, of maybe like with a... bat wings. I, I want to know. know if the carpet matches the drapes. Ah, because like, if that thing's all I flock bet, of seagulls looking, I bet he barely has any hair there. It's like because he's going bald. Yeah, it's kind of uh, wispy. He's yeah. got just like a few. You could count them. Um, I would be more scared to see his taxes. Well, I don't. I don't want to see either. What but if I'm it's not scared like Bigfoot stick and you just can't see it with behind the <laughs> curtain of hair? I bet he has a micro dick. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Whole Gigi I don't, Allen thing happening there. I don't think that he would tell the truth on his taxes anyway. Like, That's true. Yeah, it, all of his money is in something else. It's not in him. Right. Um, so you wouldn't get like a real representation. Yeah. And I think his dick is gonna look like a Vienna sausage. I think that's a really good with like a very prominent head, like a little Vienna sausage with a cap on it. I'm gonna mm. say pointed head. Pointed, very pointed. Mm. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> let's move on. Uh, <laughs> actually, that's it. So that's it? Okay. we're good. <laughs> <sighs> Thanks. UFOs! Seeing ghosts! Crazy unexplained shit! It's What are we even doing for this? What? I forgot what we're even doing for this. Well, let me oh, tell you, was, Brennan. Are you recording? Uh, um, yes. Okay, sorry. <laughs> it's what we do for the show. We oh, right. It. Yeah, there we go. A uh, man files a restraining order against Ronda Rousey. 
alleges possession of a sex tape and also Rhonda being a man. Hmm. No. Mm-mm. No. No. So, no, Rhonda Rousey is not a man. You can tell she's was born a woman. Um, and she clearly does not have a penis at all. Alleges a sex tape. So this guy is obviously obsessed, like maybe a mental illness or something. He's obsessed with Ronda Rousey and has like put it in his head that she has a sex tape with him. No, no, she has a with sex another, tape with another athlete, athlete uh, no. John Jones. Oh, oh, maybe they do, which is great. But why would he want a restraining order against her? Good question. Uh-huh. That's why it's a tinfoil tirade because it's very conspiracy y. I think he's a crazy person. He's probably. obsessed with her. I don't I don't doubt that maybe a, a sex tape could exist. Yeah. Um, but the idea of him putting a restraining order against her and also having a sex tape of her and also accusing her of being a man is just too many yeah. Yeah. too many crazy outlands. Well, Pick one. Like Well the the restraining order is real. Did Sex he get tape is questionable. I don't know. A He's, judge like gave him a restraining order? That I'm not sure of. Uh, but the fact that he tried to get one, mm-hmm. that's real. Um, the sex tape, who knows? Could be, couldn't be. I hope so. Her being a man puts the sex tape in question. Because, because then because, would she be fucking that guy right. with her dick? And there, that's impossible. I well, well I mean, you see that, that, is, that is technically possible, I would imagine. I mean, it's not like they're like fighting until her one being or the a other. man right now. I, she's not when she's after she's been in Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue and everything else. I didn't see her pictures, but she look. There's some good taping that goes on with trans people and drag queens out there. Right. But Ronda Rousey is a female, like just well, she's a female athlete. She's been through a physical. Yeah, so clearly they've determined whether or not she. But was what male she or female, was born, yeah, male or female? She was, she was born female. She was. You can see it in her eyes, guys. She has a very female kind eyes, and you just can't get those <laughs> from any hormones. I think it's kind of. I think it's terrible that people will use like you know the fact of being trans as some like black male escape right. like tabloid sort of thing but you also have to consider the culture that it's coming from too it's like the ufc fighting very masculine very they already don't like women in their domain they also don't like trans people in their domain there's a woman who um is trans who is applying to be or trying to get in there and they wouldn't let her i don't i think to um, this day she's uh yeah so male to female yeah uh, I, i mean i think maybe they're talking a lot about like Men are stronger than women, you know, things like that. However, Ronda Rousey is fucking, like, stronger than both of y'all. Yeah, she's clearly, the woman is a wood chipper, you know, but. But I think that really what they're saying, it it comes down to, like, they're saying she still has a dick. If she, even if she was trans, they're saying she still has a dick. And then these people are having gay sex is what they would call it. I think it's a, I think all of it is bullshit. He may have tried to put in a restraining order. She is not, she's like, she's great. I think she's so fucking great. I like her more and more all the time. I don't care about fighting. I don't right. think you should fight. I don't understand why she does that. But whatever, more power to her. Like, hit people all you want. But. Did you guys hear about what she said on the Ellen show where she, like, contemplated killing herself after the Holly Holmes fight? Yeah. Yes. Um, she was, like, crying on that show. And it really, I think, I don't think a lot of celebrities or a lot of people will put themselves in a vulnerable position like that and right. admit that mm-hmm. that's something that they've thought. But mm-hmm. I could see how so many of them have. Like, we've completely, for example, Owen Wilson tried to commit suicide, and people gloss over that. Like, right. we don't think about that. But th- those people are real people um, that have real issues. And because they're in the public eye, crazy-ass, crazy people right. get to 
push restraining orders against them and stress them the fuck out. Right. And I, I hope that that doesn't happen to her and I hope she gets some peace. Cause that guy sounds like a real piece of work. Yeah. yeah. Like a little shit. But yeah. I like her. I don't know anything about that Holly lady. So who really won, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's the conspiracy theory. Did Holly yeah. Holman and Ronda Rousey actually fight and then they actually win? Uh, Who knows? Yes. Or they, I mean, it's televised, <laughs> yes. but fuck it. You know? I watched it. Who knows? She got, she got, yeah, she got, she got destroyed. Her. She got destroyed. Really she's bad. beautiful and that's what matters. Yeah. You know? At least for women. That's what we believe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's a full tirade. Uh, you guys want to plug the show? How do people yeah, so listen? And- yeah, you guys do like a lot of stuff. We so. have a lot of stuff. Yeah. So, you know, betatheater.com has all of it. But we do Stalk Show together, which Oha is the best host of ever. Yes, the funniest very, very person funny. I've ever seen on stage. And that's once a month. Um, so March 18th. Uh, yeah, Gabe Bravo is coming up. Yeah, I don't know when this is coming out. But right. um, yeah, Stalk Show is what it's called. And then Relationship is on iTunes soon. And that's our podcast, so it's just like relationship, but a shit. Like poop. Yeah, like poopies. Like the poop you ate in your dream. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> same one, same kind. Um, thanks for having us on. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for coming. It was really fun. Um, Brennan, do you have anything? Uh, not really. I just have that uh, sticker show coming up at Insomnia on April 9th. And... It's called Sticker Show? It's it's called... Uh, what is it called? It's called uh, Sticky Fingers. It's like an art show. It's all street street art. It's like okay, I like that. people making decals and things like that. I know a DJ called DJ Sticker. DJ Should Sticker? Get her to DJ your... Sticky Fingers. <laughs> yeah, DJ Stickers. Uh, I have no control over that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it's just the talent. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, that's that's really all I got right now. Okay. I'm trying to get some well, more stuff going. Everybody, thanks for listening, and hope you enjoyed the show. Gently go fuck yourselves. Sick to death of hearing things from you, running psychotic, short-sighted politician. All I want is the truth. Just give me some truth. I'm sick to death of reading things by stupid little punk, 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 punk All I want is the truth. Just give me some truth. I'm a short-sighted, yellow belly son of tricky dick. It's gonna mother hub and stop so big. The pocket full of hope Money for dough I'm sick to death of hearing things From paranoid schizophrenic Mama's little chauvinist All I want is the truth Just give us the truth I'm sick to death of hearing things From stupid little socialites Latin funny hypocrites All I want is the truth just give us a cue No shots out of yellow bellies On a drink of dick He's gonna mother her and top So just a pocket full of hope Money for dough
Thank you very much.